Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket, Rocket can. Happy Tuesday night to you. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is what they pay me to do. Talk. Talk about sports. Have a good time. And, man, we got a lot to talk about. I'm being joined by super producer and host of Dave Shepard. I'm being joined happily by everybody listening all over North America. A big shout-out to all my friends, the University of Maryland up in Baltimore, Had an excellent time with them today. The Media for the Movement Tour continues and moves on. Can't wait to share with you some of the conversations that I had uh, with the students, with an athlete, my main man, Adam Hayes. Uh, We'll talk about that later on in the show. Once I finished up that engagement, happened to be walking by a television screen, and boom, breaking news. Steve Nash out as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, by the way, the Brooklyn Nets, they just played a basketball game in Brooklyn against the Chicago Bulls. And with uh, Jacques Vaughn pretty much stepping in as an interim, uh, the Bulls come back to beat the Nets 108-99. to So for one night, uh, for one game, Steve Nash not being on the bench doesn't make too much of a difference for the Brooklyn Nets, who cannot stop or could not stop a hot Zach Levine late. The Brooklyn Nets... When they fired Steve Nash or they mutually agreed to part, the team was 2-5. and five. Right now, these Brooklyn Nets, after this loss to the Bulls, they fall to 2-6. and six. I'm going to talk about this, uh, this mutually parting of ways. We're going to get into that momentarily. The college football playoff rankings are out. Tennessee is at the top. We pretty much are a couple of days away as well from the start of the college basketball season. Uh, We have some expectations there as the Sporting News put out their rankings. And John Calipari, I don't know why he's doing it, but he's pretty much trying to bring down and tamper expectations uh, for his his Wildcats. So we'll talk about that. Dwight Howard sharing his thoughts and opinions on his standing uh, in the NBA as one of the greatest players of all time. And then at the same time, this is pretty wild. Hey, Shep, did you know the World Series is going on right now? Is, is that taking place tonight? It is. The Phillies are whooping that ass in Philadelphia. But JR, they, seven, don't, they don't lose at home. It's seven to nothing right now against the Astros. Looking to take a 2-1 lead here uh, in the World Series. This is, this is nice. I think most of America rooting against the, the Houston Astros. And let's see if uh, the Phillies can hold on right now the game is in the top of the sixth. If you want to holler at me, it's real simple here. We got a phone number, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I am at JR Sport Brief everywhere 
on social media. Hey, Shep, where, where the hell are you at? You you keep it simple. What's your name, man? Well, my name is David Shepard. I'm at, I'm at the Good Shepherd uh, underscore. I don't quite have the following you do. I don't have as many platforms as you do. How you keep track of it is beyond me. By the way, how you go to Maryland and back is beyond me, too. How, why not? What's so difficult? We got things called the plane. We could thank the Wright brothers. Yeah, you're hosting a, a, a national radio show across 300 markets across North America and worldwide with the free Odyssey app, and you got time to do that throughout a day, too? It's amazing. Hey, listen, man. It's it, it's for a good cause. It's for a good reason uh, with good people. So I, I can't wait to share that that conversation with everybody later on in the show. Uh, you, you bring up an excellent point. I have to ask you this question. Why the good shepherd and not the bad shepherd. <laughs> uh, well, so, Jr. for me, uh, there's a movie uh, called The Good Shepherd, obviously, yes. starring Matt Damon. And uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was catchy. I thought it was something to be, you know, memorable. So it's a fair question. I, I mean, people like bad. People like, um, you know, uh, uh, things in the media that, that, are, that are scandalous, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But so I don't know if teetering on good works, but I, I think it's worked for me so far. I think it has. Thank you, sir. I like bad, though. Bad isn't good. But you know what? Someone good, yeah. as you alluded to, uh, who's good to the media, good to the players, it, it kind of backfired on him just uh, two years into the job. Uh-oh. Yep. Talking about Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't have a job anymore? <sighs> this man did not... He, I'm, I'm happy for Steve Nash. I'm thrilled that he no longer has to put up with this nonsense. I know that Kyrie Irving, everything with The weekend, pretty much was it. Steve Nash having to talk to the media and and try to explain up the ladder, you know, what the team was going to do with Kyrie Irving after he decided to, you know, share that that film, which is offensive to a lot of individuals in the Jewish community. Like, do you think this is what Steve Nash came out of retirement to do? You think this is what he wanted for his first job? Steve Nash is one of the most accomplished basketball players of all time multiple MVPs, regardless of whether you think he should have won them, a success with the Suns, coming out of nowhere to bounce back with the Mavs. And he's a Hall of Famer. And he's also, yes, as Shep said, he is one of the nicest individuals you will ever meet. Post-retirement, or when he retired, yes, Steve Nash spent time, A, broadcasting, This man would go around the country just randomly playing soccer. He's an amazing athlete. He was, quote-unquote, living his best life. And then this opportunity came about to coach the Brooklyn Nets. This was almost like, oh, my God. Steve Nash, a first-time head coach, one of the greatest point guards of all time, has a chance and an opportunity to hook up with a team that has Kevin Durant and, at that time, Kyrie Irving. No-brainer, right? No-brainer. Automatic compete for a championship, and they almost did it. Kyrie Irving got hurt. James Harden gets traded in. Kyrie Irving doesn't want to get a shot. Kyrie Irving now comes back this season. There's already controversy. Durant wants to leave in the offseason. James Harden wants to bounce because of the nonsense with Kyrie. Ben Simmons comes in. He's hurt. He has no confidence. The team plays no defense. It is just a complete blank show. And so, at approximately 12 noon Eastern time today, it was announced that they... They were done. That Steve Nash would continue on with his wonderful life. Co-owning soccer teams. Traveling around. Being an ambassador for the game in Canada. 
in the United States of America. Talking about soccer and football and basketball, living the good life. Before he paused his retirement to coach baby-ass NBA players. Complaining NBA players. And it only took seven games? Kevin Durant made his trade request, and and then a month, couple of months later, it was then, oh, well, uh, I'll come back if Steve Nash and Marks are done. Seven games into the season? Steve Nash was just like, I ain't got time for this. This is one of the times where I feel that this is almost like a relief. Was it a mutual decision? Did Steve Nash go up to his buddy, Sean Marks? Did, did he approach Joe Sy and say, I got to go? Or did they approach him? It doesn't matter. This is a relief for Steve Nash. And he didn't deserve this. And we know the first person to go in any situation where you can't just dump the players, the coach got to go. Steve Nash is gone. Jacques Vaughn coached the team tonight, as I mentioned to you. They lost in the, with him with the interim title to the Chicago Bulls. And the report pretty much is, as soon as tomorrow, the Brooklyn Nets are ready to bring in Ime Udoka. Yes, the same man who was suspended, put on the bench, put on the shelf by the Boston Celtics for an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate. Well, they letting him go. They're going to let this man coach the Nets. Of, by the way, he was on Steve Nash's staff a few years ago. He was also on the Sixers staff a few years ago. Nice tie in there to Ben Simmons. He also, when he played as a longtime member of the San Antonio Spurs, he was also with the general manager of the team at the time, or a former player, Sean Marks, who runs the Brooklyn Nets. And so there are some pre-existing relationships that are there. Now, is Ime Udoka supposed to make that much of a difference? I don't know. This is a train wreck. The team has now fallen to 2-6 and six after tonight. Steve Nash was given the boot. I'm actually thrilled for him that he has, doesn't have to deal with this nonsense. And Sean Marks had to address the media today. He had to sit down and answer the quote-unquote tough questions. Sean, what the hell do you think about people who look at this team and just just really feel down about them? And even the Kyrie situation, what do you have to say, Sean? I'm certainly not proud of the situation we find ourselves in. You know, um, I, I would like to turn, you know, ESPN or the TV on and not find you talking about us, you know, in, in that manner, to be quite frank. You know, I'd like to get back to basketball. I think that's what our players would like to get back to. They'd like to focus on the things that are important here, and, and that's competing at the highest level and, uh, and, and playing basketball games. Oh, yeah, that, that would be nice. Would be nice. I, I think it's too far gone for that because I look at my watch, my imaginary watch, and I say, how long is it before Kyrie Irving says something else crazy? How much longer do we have to wait before Kyrie comes out and just says something wild. A matter of fact, the Brooklyn Nets have made it very clear that it's not a foregone conclusion that he will not be punished in some type of way. Do I think it will happen? No, that's me personally. But they've left the option out on the table. And so Sean Marks, 
knowing that Kyrie Irving has been away from the media since this past weekend, his uh, back and forth with Nick Friedel, he's not talking. This is what Sean Marks had to say about Kyrie Irving being away from the media. We don't want to cause, um, uh, you know, more fuss right now, more interaction with people. Like, let's let him simmer down and let's let this whole, uh, I guess, let's the cooler minds prevail. I don't want to get into who and how and when these conversations are happening. They're ongoing. I, I think at the right point and the right time. I mean, you know, Kai can, Kai can uh, address these for himself and uh, and, our, and our group will as well. Simmer down. Is is that possible for Kyrie Irving? Can that man simmer down? I feel like the last time I heard that that phrase or expression used, it was like a kid's cartoon. Simmer down, simmer down. It's been a while. There ain't no simmering here with Kyrie Irving. This guy's piping hot. He boiling all over the place. I wish you could just slap him off the stove and get rid of him. He's the bad part of the meal. Everything tastes good except for him. Get rid of him. Tonight, by the way, terrible game by Kyrie Irving. 33 minutes on the floor. Four points. Two of 12 from the field. O of six from downtown. Four fouls. He did have seven assists and six rebounds, but this was an ugly night. And, of course, Kevin Durant, who rolls out of bed, and it's just amazing, he has 32 points, 9 of 17 shooting. Ben Simmons did not play again because of his sore knee. Wait, what? I'm sorry, Jared, Simmons didn't play? What a shock, right? (laughs) Yes. The Brooklyn Nets are just, they're out here crashing. They're burning. You want to talk about simmering? The Brooklyn Nets, they are burning and simmering on the side of the road right now. And so Sean Marks, in continuing his conversation with the media today, he talked about Steve Nash getting the boot and what Sean is actually looking for next. I don't know that it fixes everything. You know, I, I have no idea. I mean, I think what you're looking for is um, is a leader. We're looking for, for that for our group. We're looking for somebody to have poise, charisma, um, accountability. We're not playing um, up to our expectations or where we should be. So you hope this, um, this new coach can come in here and, and put this group uh, in the best possible place to succeed. What? It's like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. Hey, l- l- let's play the beginning of that real quick just again. Let's, let's hear that again. I don't know that it fixes everything. You know, okay, stop I, I it right no there. You don't know if getting rid of Nash fixes You know the answer to that. I don't know that it fixes everything. You know the answer is it doesn't. That nonsense. Get out of here. I don't know that it fixes everything. That was the dumbest thing that Sean Marks said as a part of that press conference. There isn't fixing anything with these Brooklyn Nets. It's talent. And it's not official that Ime Udoka is going to, you know, join the team. We expect it to be official by tomorrow. Is he going to rough these guys up? Is he going to be more forceful when it comes down to their defensive rotations and their effort? Is he going to reconnect with Ben Simmons, someone who he worked with down in Philadelphia? Is he supposed to put the 
I don't want to say a muzzle, but is he going to get Kyrie Irving to chill the hell out? Maybe. But I guess if Kyrie Irving doesn't want to do that himself in a contract year, how the hell is Ime Udoka going to do that? And based on the way things are going right now, at what point does Kevin Durant say, all right, please, let's try again. Get me out of here. Because that might be coming around the corner as well. The Brooklyn Nets are a disaster. It's crazy. On the West Coast, you have the Los Angeles Lakers. On the East Coast, you have the Brooklyn Nets. Two teams who a few years ago brought in all the star power in the world, and we know the star teams don't always work. Sometimes it's a, a roll of the dice. Sometimes you, you got to hope for health. For the Brooklyn Nets, COVID, vaccinations, religious talk, vacations, injuries, players quitting. I mean, I can go on and on. And now Steve Nash, who was brought in to basically get this team over the top in what was to be an easier job. And he got paid nice for it. He got paid about $9 million a year. He got a four-year deal. He's okay. He didn't deserve this nonsense. There isn't a coach in the NBA who would deserve this nonsense. And I guess misery loves company. Because Ime Udoka, he's getting a chance and an opportunity a few months after the Celtics said, go sit over there in the corner and keep your damn hands to yourself. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Steve Nash is gone as the head coach of the Nets. Is this going to make a difference or are the Brooklyn Nets screwed either way the phone lines are open I'll also allow you to hear from Charles Barkley he shared his thoughts and opinions not too long ago on the NBA on TNT but right now right here it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio I don't know that it fixes everything you know I I have no idea you're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. I'm telling you that the Brooklyn Nets parting ways with Steve Nash is not going to make too much of a difference. Maybe later on in the season, but uh, I'm just counting on a new disaster. I don't know when it's going to come, when it's going to take place. Is it. Is it Kyrie Irving? Is it is it Durant frustrated and too through with this? Is it uh, Ben Simmons who is still not playing two consecutive games out with a sore knee? It was first. It was his. Uh, he didn't want to be in Philly. He didn't want to be there. 
team basically mistreated him. He didn't want to be there. Then it was his mental health. Well, yeah, obviously. I think we can still see that. And then it was his back. He needed a procedure. And now he's back. Pardon the phrase or pun. Now it's his knee. So between his head, his back, his knee, he's just an automatic game of operation. He's that game that you teach the kids. What the shop? What is it? Shoulders, knees, and toes? Something like that crap. You know Oper- what I'm talking about? Operation. No, not the game operation. <laughs> with a g- there's a there's a kid song like shoulders, knees, and toes, or something like that. Is it is it uh, choreographed by Jameis Winston? Or what, what? The whole body hurts everywhere. Ex- ex- exactly. Yes. Where does it hurt, Jameis? Everywhere. Pain everywhere. Everywhere. Of course. Something else is going to happen with the Nets, man. And are, are we really shocked that this, this has taken place? It was only two years ago when Steve Nash got the job that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant sat down on uh, KD's podcast, The Exeteris, which is still a very odd name. And they talked about all of them having a chance at coaching. I mean, the writing was on the wall. Listen to this. We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and, yo, you guys need to start doing this. And we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no, <laughs> I don't really see us having a head coach. You know what I mean? Like, I, KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. It could, it could be – it can be – it's a collaborative effort, I think, on our part. Oh, my goodness. And Jacques Vaughn, this man lost tonight. Basically, keeping the seat warm for Ime Udoka. That should just get played all day tomorrow on WFAN in New York City. Just all day. Should get played all day. You needed evidence? Here it was. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. And he, he lost. What a disaster. Charles Barkley prior to the game tonight with the Nets lost to the Bulls. Zach Levine dropping 20 points in the fourth quarter. You want to talk about a lack of defense. This man stepped into multiple open threes. Nobody in front of him. Barkley said, this is a terrible look for the Nets, and they hung all of the disaster around the neck of Steve Nash. You let these players run this man off his job, because they were acting like fools. The players, this is all on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. This, Steve Nash just a scapegoat. Nobody was talking about how bad of a coach Steve Nash was three or four years ago. All of a sudden, these guys started acting like fools and jackasses. And now, oh, Steve Nash can't coach. Like I say, I don't know if Steve Nash yeah. can coach, but I know three or four years ago, he was winning playoff series. Just a bad look. And okay. I, I, from, from a public perception, you let these players run this man off his job because they were acting like fools. True. Early last year, they would have been on their way to the finals, but Kevin Durant has a big old foot, and Kyrie Irving, what else is new? He's, he's injury prone. We haven't even seen that portion of Kyrie yet. This past season, nothing. Swept by the Celtics. And now he's done. He's gone. Shep, who's next? Ime Udoka expected to be the head coach. 
What happens after that? Who? It, it has to be Durant, right? He's like, I'm out of here. You know what, Jr. Honestly, you you said it. The wild card is going to be Kyrie, and and you're well aware of this. He is he's on his last leg in terms of what the next big contract is going to look for him. Having the desirable six team wish list, and then only one that being the Lakers, even you know even putting out interest there. So Kyrie understands his back is against the wall, which means in theory you should get the best of Kyrie Irving this particular season. But he's still the wild card because Jr. Think about this now. The way the landscape of the NBA is, you truly only need two superstars to really contend in this league. Not many teams have what the Nets have in Kyrie and Durant. And then you got to look at, obviously, Claxton, the emergence of him this season. So Ime Udoka may be the solution for this team, but it all hinges on Kyrie Irving. Yeah. We have seen the best of Kyrie Irving as a basketball player. This, this season, I would agree with that. I mean, he wasn't great tonight, as you alluded to, but this season we're seeing the best of him, no? No, no. What do you mean? Kyrie Irving? Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. I, I, mean, I, mean, t- I, mean, I mean, like, absolve tonight for a second. What you've seen from him on the court, not just scoring the basketball, but what he's doing in the trenches, in the middle of the bigs with his rebound game, what he's doing defensively, you don't see a different Kyrie Irving emerging this season because no, of the contract I'm, issue? No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I think in his, in his career— is he going to put up numbers this season if healthy? Yes, absolutely. You know, tonight was an awful night, terrible night. Is he going to put up his numbers? Yes. But if I have to think about his, his career, are our teams going to run and come chase him down at the end of the season? Possibly. If he can shut up the rest of the way, can he actually do that? I doubt it. You know, is he going to last the entire season and, and, and play all the way through? Maybe this year he will because he is on a contract season. I just don't have optimism. His career peaked in 2016 when he hit a three-point shot. Hmm. That was six years ago. If you think about everything that has taken place since then, wanting to be traded, going out to the Celtics and telling everyone that he wants to stay and then he wants to leave, and, man, he decides to go to Brooklyn. And it's just it's distraction after distraction after distraction as he gets older as he continues to up and up into his 30s are we supposed to think different is going to take place that's fair but uh, jr you you've alluded to this you said you know in your monologue steve nash is one of the all-time great point guards no matter how you slice it no matter how you want to debate the mvp two mvps etc but you and i both know the achilles heel of nash's 19-year career was he was not a defensive player at any point including his rookie season Ime Udoka might be one of the two or three best defensive coaches we have in the association. That is what JR has kept the Nets from even attaining mediocrity this season. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with Kyrie Irving being a massive distraction. That's a fair point. But, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Aside from, and, and we, we listen, you talked about it all last season with the State of the Union that Marcus Smart gave, talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Outside of that, have you ever seen any kind of you know, I, I would say tension within that Celtics framework in terms of players going after each other and management. No, Udoka as a rookie he held that team in check, and he had their ultimate respect. He's going to get KD and Kyrie's respect instantaneously. Well, we're, we're going to talk about Ime Udoka later on. He can garner the respect and, and push the buttons. I don't know if there is a foot big enough to go into the ass of Kyrie Irving where he can relax for a full season. If he does it, Good on him. 
If this is the biggest disaster for the Brooklyn Nets this season, good on him. There's still plenty of time. We are in November. Let's see if they, or let's see how far they can roll. I don't know if they're going to roll to June. They have the talent to do so if they can play. Where's Ben Simmons? How's Kyrie, small Kyrie, going to hold up? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Andre is calling from Vegas. What's up, Andre? Hey, what's going on, my brother, man? I appreciate your show, man. But check this out, man. You know how I look at this situation with the Nets? I look at it like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, okay? So Aaron Rodgers is uh, LeBron James, and Tom Brady is Kevin Durant. I hope that neither one of them, man, make the playoffs. I hope they all go down, crash, burn, and, 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 and be embarrassed and walk away. Kevin Durant been one of last guard. He a punk for saying all that. And then LeBron, man, pay somebody some more money instead of LeBron. Maybe the Lakers can do better. JR, you my man, bro. And yo, you in Baltimore City without a bulletproof vest? Yo, you the man, my brother. Take it easy, homie. Peace. Well, thank you, Andre, uh, caring about my safety from Vegas. And somehow, some way, he was also able to uh, slip LeBron James into the conversation. I guess that always has to happen some way, right? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. On the other side of the break, there's other things going on in the world of sports. The college football playoff rankings, they just came out. We're going to talk about that. We'll spend more time talking about the effect, potential effect, that Ime Udoka will have on the Brooklyn Nets. The NFL trade deadline went down. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. Enjoy your show, man. I've been I've been tuned in for about a month, man. I've been locked in, so I appreciate your work, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You just heard Marco Belletti share this uh, with the news update. The Phillies are handing out a beatdown. Now in the top of the eighth, they lead the Astros 7 to nothing in Game 3 of the World Series. Bryce Harper living up to the, uh, the expectations. Yeah, I th- I'd like to see him win a championship. I think all things considered, we know that he left the Nationals. He gets that title, and people are like, oh, he's not a winner. Oh, there's nothing going to happen with Phillies, uh, with the Phillies, and then – we know the Phillies ain't start off all that hot. This entire year, it has all been about the New York Mets. It's been about the Braves. And then the Phillies are the other team in the National League East. And right now, they have a chance to go up 2-1 to one in the World Series. It's not done. It's not finished. It's not a wrap. That's a hell of a start, especially for a team that only won uh, 87 games. 
Bryce Harper one for three, getting the party started. Two run home run. Good for him. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of the World Series, we know that is the championship for baseball. As the college football season, I don't want to say winds down, but damn it, it is the beginning of November. We're going to blink, and we're going to be staring at bowl games. Toilet Bowl, Cheez-Its Bowl, Roto-Rooter Bowl, and then more importantly, the national championship, of which there is a four-team playoff. It hasn't expanded yet. Give it a few years. That will happen. And so tonight, among six versions of the rankings, we got the first list. And to the shock of no one, Tennessee is number one. Ohio State is number two. The defending champion Georgia Bulldogs are number three. They're going to take on Tennessee this weekend. And then at number four, we got Clemson. I don't know if I'm going to trust Uyangla later the rest of the season. I don't think I would. You got Michigan at five. They have other issues like their players getting beat up in a tunnel. And then you have Alabama currently at six with their one loss. This is going to change. This is going to go back and forth for the next several weeks. People are going to lose their minds over the rankings. People will look at TCU and say, oh, my God, they're not in here. Me, not so much. I'm not sweating the college football playoff rankings on, what's today, November 1st? Leave somebody else to do that. The one thing that I'm going to see, or I want to watch, actually, is Tennessee and Georgia this week. Georgia having key members of their defense go down. Tennessee looking to just continue and, and establish their dominance. I want to see what the local Bulldogs for me can go out there and do. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Rich is calling from Chicago. What's up, Rich? Hey, JR. I was, I was going to you for my college football for take that you have, but I agree with you in terms of uh, early, the first seedings, uh, playoffs, not the national rankings because they don't mean anything and you know that. But you still have to climb over some guys. But here's what I want to ask you. I don't understand how you can get a weak Clemson team in the top four when they haven't really beaten anybody. Could have lost to Syracuse and Wake Forest. You've got TCU, which everybody, I think they have the Cincinnati flu. I think after what happened. Well, small, yeah, big big 12. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah I think, I, you know, I think it's a lot of favoritism and, 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 and kind of the traditional powers. And, and i got to tell you something else. I know it's going to sort out, especially this weekend. As I mentioned to you before, I was there last weekend in Jacksonville, and Georgia's for real. Uh, I think Were you Georgia, drunk? Do you remember the I weekend? Georgia-Tennessee is the, is the game of the oh, year by far. He was drunk. But, 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 but here's what I think will happen. One thing will be settled. Whoever wins the, Michigan's, the Michigan-Ohio State game will, will jump, right? One of them is going to get knocked out. Uh, so if one of those guys gets knocked out, Clemson goes undefeated, and TCU is undefeated, then you're probably looking at, let's say Alabama runs the table and gets into the SEC championship game, and by hook or crook, beats either Tennessee or Georgia, whoever wins the East. Then you got a mess. I don't understand how they're going to, you know, I'm all for expanding, not to 12, but I think we can make a case to go to at least eight. 
Well, they're, they're, they're going to – well, I'm going to answer you, Rich, and then. but I, right. I had an important question that I don't know if you heard me. Were you intoxicated over the weekend? No. Uh, Good. I know better. I, you know, I'm, I'm 69 years old. Uh, if you asked me that 10 years ago, the answer would always be yes. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations on being responsible. Thank you, Rich. Uh, yep. I, but I wanted, to, I wanted your take on Tennessee, Georgia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give you my whole take on the whole everything you just said, right. Rich. Appreciate okay. you. Thank. You. No doubt about it. I'm gonna take the Bulldogs. You can call it homerism all you want. I know there's a possibility that Tennessee might walk away with the win, especially with, with with Hooker leading the way for the Heisman. You got a linebacker, defensive end down for Georgia, and so it's. It's, it's going to be an adjustment period. And I know if I have to look at the history of the Bulldogs, last season might be the, the anomaly. Last season might be the year where they, quote, unquote, got over the hump. Here's the deal with the actual college football playoff. I think we talked about this in the summertime. I could just probably put four or five, six names in a hat. I can close my eyes. And we know exactly who's going to be there at the end of the season. It's the same damn thing every year. You just said it. The Horn Frogs are basically Cincinnati. The Bearcats send uh, almost all of their top defensive players into the NFL. And, and where are they at now? And so, yes, participating in the Big 12 is not going to do anybody any type of favors. I am also surprised that Clemson is there. I've ignored them throughout the course of the year. Throughout the course of the season, I looked early on at what Uyangalale was doing, and I said, oh, this ain't the move. And so I don't expect Clemson to stay in that top four. Tennessee will stay there. The Bulldogs will stay there. It's likely between Ohio State and Michigan, one of them will stay there. And in that final four spot, I don't expect to see it occupied uh, by Clemson. And so what everybody will do over the next several weeks is pitch one gigantic fit week after week after week. Let's see what happens with, with the Vols and the, and the Bulldogs when we get to the weekend. But when you have to ball down who the final four teams will be, it's the same old thing every year. I'm actually looking forward to an expansion of the college football playoff. Uh, is it going to be for a lot of TV mess? And when I say mess, uh, potential blowouts, teams that wouldn't necessarily be there? Yes. Am I expecting uh, – in an unexpected team to go out there and go on a magical run to a championship a la the the Final Four or the NCAA tournament. No, I'm not. It's a money grab, but at least teams will be able to wake up and say, we got a shot. We got an opportunity. We didn't get left off of the rankings. Oh, we only got four. We got screwed. Little team got screwed. In a couple of seasons, that's not even going to matter. We're already moving towards a space where we have these super conferences. We got teams out in the West Coast joining the, 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 the Big Ten. This is it's a new time. There are not going to be any more excuses. And so what the rankings look like today on November 1st, what they look like six, seven weeks from now, totally different. Nothing to be up in arms about. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm still trying to understand the whooping that the, the Spartans gave a couple of those Wolverines in the tunnel. 
Hey, Shep, wasn't it? It was only a few weeks ago. I, I can't recall the team, but there was a there was a head coach. He was upset at like everybody coming together. He was just saying, "Oh man, we need to let one group of players go in before the other one." And then a couple of weeks later, we see the Spartans and the Wolverines. They just they got a Royal Rumble in the tunnel, man. You're not kidding. I mean, and it's funny because Jim Harbaugh, you know, people felt like did not belong as the head coach of the Wolverines. And then we've seen what he's done in back-to-back seasons. This isn't something he should have to be dealing with right now. And, Jr. to your point, it is inevitable. When you have all that chutzpah and all that ego and all that tension and, and moxie in one, in one setting and it's both teams, it's bound to happen, right? Youth as well. That too. The brain's not fully developed until the age of 25. Some people it takes a lifetime. Most people 25 years old. Yeah, there's a lot of people whose brain never develops. That's a that's a good point. 855-212-4CBS. Owen is calling from West Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Owen? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm excellent. What's up? Hey, you know, you're talking about the Big 12 earlier. You're talking about TCU being Cincinnati. Let's go ahead and be honest. I mean, if Oklahoma or Texas or OCU, anybody of those guys, if they're up there, they're going to be in the top four. Just because TCU is undefeated right now doesn't mean we should take away from the Big 12. When Oklahoma and Texas decided to go to the SEC and they made that big announcement, now the Big 12 is nothing. What happened? Correct. Well, I mean, those are two teams that ain't doing much of anything right now. Uh, It's all about name, value, and recognition. That's what we know it is. As you just said, if if Texas and Oklahoma were actually playing worth their weight this season, then we'd have a a, a different scenario, but they're not. So ain't nobody thinking about TCU. Hey, you know how many TCU games I watched this year? Zero. You're damn right. And so that's. I only only watched a TCU game last week because I live in West Virginia and I was betting against West Virginia because they're dogs, (laughs) they're dog water. Well, that's the point. Ain't nobody sitting down watching them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, more of your calls, and we're going to talk about the NFL trade deadline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.